Welcome to No Rain Date, a community podcast about local news and people. No Rain Date is a production of Saucon Source LLC. For more local news and information, please visit SaucinSource.com. Welcome to No Rain Date. These are the news headlines for the Saucon Valley area for the week ending January 16th, 2020. In Springfield Township, Frank Chabot, 54, is charged with allegedly operating an illegal psilocybin mushroom manufacturing lab. For those of you not familiar with psilocybin, it's also known as magic mushrooms or shrooms. Police allege that Chabot was growing them in his basement. He's been charged with felony manufacture, delivery, or possession with intent to deliver, um, as well as some other charges, and is free on $50,000 unsecured bail. In Lower Saucon Township, Richard York, 26, is charged with an alleged assault in which a male victim was found outside his home. Uh, Police said the man was freezing and beaten, and this was in the 1800 block of Old Mill Road near Reading Drive. York is facing a number of charges in connection with that case. Some more positive news, St. Luke's University Health Health Network celebrated the opening of their new Women and Babies Pavilion at the Anderson campus last Friday. The new pavilion includes a birthing center, a NICU, and it basically doubles the size of that campus. They will be welcoming their first new arrivals uh, later this week. In Lower Saucon Township, on the business side of things, we took a look at the former Revolutions space on Route 378 that's in the Saucon Square Shopping Center. If you recall, Revolutions was a bowling alley slash arcade slash uh, restaurant and bar which closed last March and the space remains vacant nearly a year later. It's a large building, nearly 40,000 square feet in size. We had many Sock and Source readers comment on their preferred reuses of the space on our Facebook page. Many people said they would like to see a supermarket open there. Whether that will happen in the future remains to be seen. We reached out to the commercial real estate company that is in charge of leasing that space, and we have not received uh, any information from them. Currently happening is Hellertown Lower Saucon Restaurant Week. That's through this Saturday, January 18th. A record number of local restaurants and establishments are participating. We have 16 in total. You'll find much more information about who's participating as well as their menus on sockandsource.com and also on the Greater Lehigh Valley Chamber of Commerce website and the Hellertown Lower Saucon Chamber Facebook page where you'll also be able to enter a contest to win a gift certificate from one of the local restaurants. So head on over there for a chance to win in Hellertown. The Hellertown police are investigating an incident in which several vehicles parked on Northampton Street were vandalized. Uh, This was around the beginning of the year. If you have any information about who may have caused this to happen, 
Uh, you can contact Hellertown Police by calling 610-838-7040 or 610-759-2200. Lastly, one of our biggest stories in the last week was about something which might seem like a small thing. Heisman Funeral Home, one of the landmark businesses on Main Street in Hellertown, has done something different with their front porch. They've put ornamental fruit on the eave of the front porch. The fruit is arranged in a fan design, which is actually something that was done in colonial times, especially down south and in New England. We reached out to uh, Heintzelman Funeral Home owner, Dave Heintzelman, and he explained that this was something he wanted to do for a number of years, and he was able to find a craftsman to do the work for him, and it's been a big hit with local residents and passersby, and it's just another symbol of how committed our local business owners are to keeping their properties attractive and, and making them more attractive all the time. So... Definitely give a shout out to Dave Heinzelman for leading the way on that. And now we have Tony from Lehigh Valley Weather Authority with the five-day forecast. Check it out. Hey everyone, Tony here from LVWA with your exclusive five-day forecast for Salkin Sources No Rain Date podcast. For today, sunny, a high temperature of 44 degrees, going down to 37 tonight. Thursday, periods of sun and clouds, windy conditions with a high temperature of 40. Thursday night, we go down to 20 degrees with an Arctic cold front moving in from the north. Friday, sunny, a high temperature of just 25 degrees, going down to 20 at night. We then head into Saturday, which brings our next storm. Now this does look to be snow, and at this point I do think it's going to change to rain. Now it is only Wednesday, so stay tuned for more updates as the week progresses. But we have a Great Lakes cutter, which means the the primary low pressure system cuts up to the Great Lakes. Generally, everybody to the south and east sector of that remains warm under a southerly wind. However, in this case, this is uh, what we call a warm air advection, meaning that the precipitation is going to actually break out well ahead of that low, and we have the, the Arctic air in place, so what that will spark up is obviously some snow and dynamically could be pretty heavy. So with that being said, Saturday is a little iffy as far as travel is going to go. I think Saturday afternoon we're going to see some snow, uh, possibly a couple inches. If I had to throw something out here, now don't hold me to this, you know, it is Wednesday. Right now, I would say probably three to six inches, three to five inches right now if I had to throw it out there but like I said there's there's going to be some there's some puzzles some pieces missing to the puzzle here so you know we're going to fine-tune this um I do think there will be some rain involved here Saturday night so I think the window for snow would be noon to 8 p.m Saturday before that that transition over to rain or light rain happens so overall, that's kind of what we're looking at right now. I mean, the high temperature Saturday is 25 degrees with a low down to 24. However, depending on exactly how this gets timed out, we're going to see some rising temperatures Saturday night up until, up till about, up to about 35, 36 degrees before it starts to drop. So obviously we get the precip out of here before the temps rise. We're in good shape. So it, it really comes down to how this gets timed out. 
The later this storm moves in on Saturday, the less snow. The earlier it moves in, the more snow. Simple as that. So we're going to keep fine-tuning it. And then behind that, Arctic air, high temperature Sunday, 27, going down to 14. That is all I got for you. Uh, stay tuned. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, LVWAweather.com for more info. Thanks for tuning in. I'd like to welcome two angels, literally, and that's also the name of their business, Amy Musser and Sally Chutchman to No Rain Date. Amy's been with us before. She's an inspirational person who's, you know, involved in, in many different ventures in Hellertown, good causes, and we had her on before the holidays. They have partnered, as I said, to create a new business, which involves making jewelry, but also serves a deeper uh, purpose. Amy, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about how you met Sally and and how you ultimately decided to become um, partners on Two Angels. Okay, well first, thank you for having me back. Sally and I met at my scrapbooking store in 2010. And she became not only my friend, but a teacher there. She does um, craft classes, making cards, and we've been friends ever since. And what year were you diagnosed with cancer? I was diagnosed in 2015. Okay. And I was diagnosed in 2016. So Mm. I also will help her out at home with her other business. She has a business at home with her husband. And um, so we've kept in touch that way also. And when she was going through her chemo treatments, she said she just started making jewelry, correct? I did. It was something to keep my mind off of um, being sick and not feeling well. It was a good outlet for me. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I never thought I would be making jewelry. (laughs) Um, I had an idea years ago to do some kind of blessing boxes because that bark box came out and all those subscription boxes that are monthly and i always wanted to touch somebody who was in need of healing or just a pick me up and i kind of put that on the back burner because then my diagnosis came and while i was at sally's house i saw her making these bracelets and i thought hmm i wonder if she would be willing to contribute some of her bracelets to the kits that I wanted to make, which were spiritually based. And she agreed. (laughs) However, we did not know it was gonna transpire into what it has become. We aren't doing uh, monthly subscription boxes. However, we are creating gemstone bracelets with all natural gemstones and they all have the purpose of of healing, whether it be emotional or physical, mental, spiritually. Um, They all have attributes that will help with any kind of anxiety, depression. We are um, currently working on, Sally has an event she's going to on Saturday and she's taking a lot of our stuff with her. We are selling spiritual blessing boxes And the purpose of them is, say you want to bless your home or help me out with some of the boxes that we have. We have 
We have a New Beginnings box, which is wonderful. It has a journal in it with a nice pen and a candle you can light. So you can just go ahead. It has a, a New Beginnings bracelet, which will help you, inspire you to go ahead and journal, uh, whether it's good journaling or you want to get some anxiety out. Uh, we also have another box, which is just um, a spectrum and some and some gemstones. Yes. And they will help you in your house. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. People who so, are just starting out, right. they don't mm -hmm. know the healing properties of certain stones. We have like $5 gemstone sets, which mm. are the raw rocks uh, that help with happiness, joy, peace, the things that people want in their life. Right. Yeah. And most of our jewelry comes with cards that have the healing properties on them. So when you get one of our, our bracelets, or we, she makes, she makes the keychains also. Not everybody wears jewelry, so she makes keychains, and we do have them for men as well. Mm -hmm. You will get little cards that have the healing properties of each stone that's in that bracelet. Now, if you buy one of our specialty cancer bracelets, you will get a card that says breast cancer bracelet, and it has all the stones on it. Same thing with our gemstone sets. It has all the stones on it and it tells you what they do. And we tried to color code them so people know what color the stone, stone is, is versus with the ink on the card. Mm -hmm. So it, hopefully that helps. It does. <laughs> it when you're does. first learning gemstones, it's a lot to take in. It is, yes. yes. That's what I was going to ask. Like, how do you learn, where do you go to learn, you know, what stones like help with what? Well, the Crystal Bible is a great book. Okay. I've been affiliated with the Gem Show since I was a child, so right. that came kind of natural for me. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of great websites. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's how I've learned is the websites, mm -hmm. and I do have a crystal Bible. Mm -hmm. I'll yeah. just look it up, um, yeah. and I can even look up ailments, and then yeah. I, I know what gemstones to, to get to create a bracelet for somebody. Yeah. Right. Google. <laughs> <laughs> Just Google it. Yeah, and you know, that's how we found a lot of the healing properties before we had our books. Uh, and this one website that we, we generally go to, all of our gemstones are 100% natural. We had an issue a couple weeks ago where we realized we got a gemstone that was not real. And I knew it right away. Right. Sally's just familiarizing herself with this now. So it was just glass or something? Plastic, or? synthetic. I took it into Lost River Caverns and I had Beverly look at it. And she's like, yeah, that is not real. She knew right from looking at it, just like yeah, I you did. You tell after you said something. Yes, yes. Huh. But we want people to know that we are 100% backed up with our, right. with our stones. We don't use anything that's not real. No glass. You know, no plastic. If it's you not can real, even... it won't heal. Well, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I like that motto. That's our tagline. <laughs> yeah, that's our tagline. <laughs> so we um, created a domestic violence bracelet, and some of the proceeds will go towards a homeless shelter or a woman's shelter. Um, we also have anxiety bracelets for men and women. We have a couple cancer bracelets right now. We have lung cancer, breast cancer, esophageal cancer, and ovarian and cervical cancer. And actually, I found out today that January is ovarian and cervical cancer month. Huh. 
Mm -hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. One thing that I want people to know is that we combine not only the color of the cancer ribbon in it, but we also combine the healing stones for that health element and, and that type of cancer. And we also do, we have a fibromyalgia bracelet, an emphysema bracelet, and we are continuing to come out with other health elements that people, you know, not just anxiety and depression, but we're broadening our, our um, inventory. Right. So certainly if somebody has uh, either is currently suffering from something or has recovered from something that you haven't made yet, they can contact you Absolutely. and you will custom create. Yes, we will custom create. Uh, I just created a bracelet for a military mom. She, she has a son who was just deployed and asked for um, a military bracelet. So that was just created. Okay. So that, might, that probably falls into like maybe the anxiety, anxiety um, courage, right, right, the emotional, the emotional properties of the mm-hmm. of the stones. Yeah, that's fascinating. I I would love to learn more about you know what what stones represent you know what properties and it sounds like a good book that you mentioned to, yeah, to do that. It is a very good book, and there's multiple editions. I we stick. To the one that's the most common, right? mm-hmm. gemstones, yeah, because it's they're easily easily attainable. People, I'm hearing things. I talk a lot to Beverly because she at the cave because she constantly lets us know that this is might be hard for you to get. And I'm like, well, do we really want to start creating a bracelet with a gemstone that's going to go up in price in the next two years because they can't mine it right. anymore? Right. And She's right. So it's like we've already run into that problem. And it's we don't want to buy cheaper stuff just because we want that stone. Right. So we're just not going to create bracelets that have low quality gemstones. And we should probably give a shout out to Lost River Caverns. Absolutely. Bev and Bob are awesome. And Maria. She's very good at knowing what's real, what's not. Yeah, we ever have any questions, we just go in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it's more than just a cave. They're a great resource for information about yes. rocks, minerals, gemstones. And yes, Hellertown is lucky to have them. Yes, so. we are. <laughs> Most yes. small towns don't have something like that. Right. Well, especially because they, their father started the gem show right. 50 years ago. So Sally and I are going to have a booth at... The jump show. This is the Saucon Valley Lions the Le- annual jump show. Lehigh Valley Gem right. Mineral and Jewelry Show. <laughs> right, but it's organized by the Saucon Valley Lions, yes. and it's a and it's a great fundraiser every year, and it's just a lot of fun. It's at the high school in early April, right? Yeah. Well, actually, this year is different because of Easter. We have to we have to work around Palm Sunday and Easter. And Easter is the first weekend in April. So we're actually taking the 18th and 19th. Okay. Yes. And it's going to be bigger this year because I just got approval to have vendors in the hallway past the food mm-hmm. towards the pool and after. So I'm excited about that. But if anybody wants to visit Sally and I at the Gem Show, they don't have to wait until April. Right. Um, they can check us out on our Facebook page at Two Angels. 
You can also email us at 77-T-W-O-A-N-G-E-L-S at gmail.com. That's 77-2-Angels at gmail.com. And we also are trying to get our cancer bracelets into the Cancer Support Community Center. I have already reached out to Amanda Bus, who is all for that. Now it's going to be up to Sally and I to create a whole bunch of them. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because we are going to donate $3 of each bracelet to that center. That's awesome. And eventually we have a lot of ideas. Uh, Eventually we're going to make some pet bracelets with with, uh, paw print charms and stuff like that so that we can donate to the animal shelters. Oh, wow. That's another yeah. great idea. We have so many ideas because there's so many different nonprofit organizations that would benefit just from a couple bucks selling a you know a bracelet or a keychain or a kit. Right. So we're excited about that venture. Awesome. Yeah, you've only been, I mean, I should stress this, this is a, a new, very new business. I think it was October 6th. And it's kind of funny how it started because I told Sally, I warned her. I said, when I put this on Facebook, it's going to take off. She's like, I know. Okay, I'm ready. And then like a week later, she could not believe how much it took off. I mean, granted, it's right. It's kind of right before the holidays. Right. And we both have a lot of, of people we know that have loved ones that have experienced cancer or themselves and so they're relating to what we went through being cancer survivors and helping us spread the word buying well i have one person who says she's buying them for other people but she ends up buying it for herself (laughs) (laughs) or one for her one for me right that's the only way to buy presents right (laughs) but we are going to be at local craft shows and we're hoping to get into the um, Northampton Community College craft show coming up. That's a big up. one. Yeah. That's in the fall, right? That's in the fall. Yeah. So we're going to hope to be there because that's a big one. And I'm trying to think if there's anything. What I wanted to say was I don't know how your story started with wanting to give back as far as what we're doing. But how mine started was I was in the radiation waiting room and this man... He was retired, 70-some years old. He was in there for treatment. And in his retirement, he decided to have a greenhouse and grow orchids. And he was an expert on them. And every once in a while, he would come in with an orchid for everyone. And I just thought to myself, wow, that was so nice. I want to do that. And so when I went in for my surgery, I had these little angel coins that I always keep with me. Because if I hear somebody that's suffering or not feeling well or grieving, I will give them a coin. And it's a little angel coin, it has a word on the back, and that we put some of those in our kits, and it just uplifts them. Like mm-hmm. I went in for my surgery, the woman next to me didn't sound good, even though there was a curtain between us, I didn't get to see her. I left and got um, released before she did I gave her the coin I, I said God bless you and she was 
so overwhelmed and so happy. This little tiny metal thing meant so Hmm. much to her. And I thought, that's what I want to do. Like, we want to get into hospitals and give to people. We know how they feel because we've been there. And I think having that experience makes us more empathetic and sympathetic to people who are going through the same thing. How, How did yours begin? It was similar. I was in the infusion center. Um, And next to me there was this woman and she could tell by the look on her face she was scared. Yeah. And she was almost in tears getting her infusion. And she just looked at me and she said, how do you do it? Mm -hmm. I said, well, I have a lot of support, family, friends, and I have a lot of faith. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just sat and I prayed with her. And I said, you will get through this. And if I could have given her something, a token to her, so she could remember me mm-hmm. or remember our time together. I would have loved that. Uh, I'd love to go in and talk to these people and, and listen to their stories. Mm-hmm. How did you get to where you are today and how are you getting through it? Because I know how I got to where I was and how I got through my journey. And it was rough and it stunk at times. But all said and done, I would not change a thing. If I can give back to that person, if I can sit and talk to that person, give them a bracelet, give them a piece of jewelry, give them an angel token, Mm -hmm. and say, it'll be okay, you will get through it. Mm -hmm. It means a lot. It means a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you're kind of like infusing that item with that sense of well-being. We are. Yes, we are. We bless everything that we make, Um, even the gemstones that we, like for our gemstone sets, we will bless them. Everything is blessed before we give it to anybody. Right. Yeah. We pray over it. Yep. Ask God for healing light. Right. Yeah. And, and I think there's also, I mean, there's also a strong correlation between creative activities like this and healing, cancer. Because I know this a little bit from covering St. Luke's. They have an art cart program there. Uh, at the Anderson campus, which includes jewelry making materials. And so um, some of the patients will make jewelry, others will paint, others will knit. Oh, being creative is definitely, definitely like meditation almost. There are times where I find myself so focused in what I'm doing, being creative, that it's like the whole world around me is not there. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. So I'm yeah. very thankful that she taught me how to make the the bracelets because I did not see that part of my journey. They're beautiful. I mean, I would encourage everybody to go on your Facebook page, Two Angels. You have great photos of them. Um, and, you know, they're just colorful and you know, beautifully presented so we also customize the size so if you have somebody with a bigger wrist or a really small wrist we'll customize the size of it and we do know some people call us and they want us to create something in a certain color or oh I saw that bead and I like that bead but I would rather have these beads with it or Mm -hmm. we will do whatever anybody wants yeah yeah and we do have an album so if they want to know what they can shop from, like our catalog is our album Okay. on Facebook in our photos. We do not have a website yet, but that is something that is coming in the future. 
since this is so new and it took off, we kind of had to focus on our customers and not really <laughs> our website. I thought, oh my gosh, if we have a website on top of Facebook, <laughs> we're going to have to hire somebody for help because we're, we're doing it all. Mm-hmm. The marketing, the creating, everything. So... Yeah, and it's just the two of us. It's not like we have a workshop. We do have rooms in our individual houses where we create. Well, not me, but you do. <laughs> I just, I just made a table in my <laughs> dining room. <laughs> but you know, uh, you have to do what you have to do, and yeah. I enjoy it. That's awesome. Very much, yeah. Well, thank you both for taking the time to come on here, and I hope. This will help more people find you and find that love and support, you know, that Mm -hmm. comes from these beautiful bracelets. And again, two angels. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. Every night, he climbs the tower. I'd like to welcome my office neighbor and friend, Lindsay Albert, who is a tax professional and enrolled agent and independent accountant here in Hellertown at 656 Main Street. That's also obviously our sock and source address. Um, but I've known Lindsay for a couple years. She shares an office next door with Ben Chunko, who is a financial advisor and also very involved in wrestling. And we hope to have Ben on one of these days. I wanted to start off, Lindsay, welcome. Thank you, Josh. Uh, I wanted to start off by talking a little bit about your background. I know you grew up in the local area, attended schools, you went to the sales, um, and, and I wanted to find out you know, how you got became passionate about what you do and, and how you came to open your business here on Main Street. Absolutely. Well, it's good to walk down the hall and be able to <laughs> chat about this. Um, So growing up, I was always anxious to write checks for my dad to pay bills. So it was like the highlight of Hmm. uh, the month for me. (laughs) And I knew I wanted to do something in the accounting world um, when it came to really appreciating detailed Mm -hmm. numbers and being able to kind of figure out the puzzle with numbers and put two and two together to find solutions. Great. And that led you to, what did you major in in college? I majored in accounting at DeSales. Right after I graduated, I jumped from public to private sector. And then um, upon starting a family, realized that working for myself was the best for not only my schedule, but really what I wanted to do. And that was to be able to interact more with clients instead of just kind of doing the background work. Mm-hmm. And I can see that your business has grown quite a bit it in the last two has. years. Yeah, it's been great. It's a great location. Uh, the people are great. Small community, which um, is a good source of referral. And it's really the a small hometown feel. Yeah, the neighbor. <laughs> the other <laughs> occupants of the building are great. Right. One of the questions I had is that, you know, you're dealing with people's money. And that's... That can be a very emotional topic for people, especially in this day and age. Um, how do you put people at ease and establish a relationship of trust with them? Well, I think that's key is establishing a relationship and not just being um, an office that you pop into with a question, getting an answer and leaving. Um, 
a lot of people walk away scratching their heads and just figuring, well, that's what I guess I have to do and not really understanding what was just told to them. So um, what I really like to do is establish a relationship with my clients, help them understand what's happening in their specific tax situation or their financial life as a whole um, so that they're not walking away completely confused about what just happened. Mm -hmm. And they feel comfortable asking questions because they can see that I've put time and thought into their situation. Right. Yeah, asking questions is very important. Mm -hmm. I know I do that a lot. And um, sometimes they, they sound dumb, but like that's the only way you're going to mm -hmm. have peace of mind as the person whose taxes are being done. Sure. Um, there's a lot to know, and the laws are changing. Um, almost yearly and and I think we're going to talk about that a little bit too. Um, I know there was a big change a couple years ago. You said looking ahead um, you might have some advice for people like if they want to like start their own business yeah. or something like that. Yeah I think the big changes happened last year um, for tax, tax year 2018. Um, but as far as looking ahead, you know, if you're considering starting a business, you know, it's good to be aware of the tax implications. Um, that money that you're bringing in is not taxed, so you have to take care of that yourself and calculate that and really be on top of expenses and keeping track of things because a lot can get missed. Um, a lot is not understood as far as can I deduct that, can I not? And so a lot of people just forget about it, but in reality, it is a beneficial deduction. So just being organized, just knowing you know what you can and can't do um, going forward if you were considering things like that, starting a business or investing or starting you know certain other retirement accounts. Um, there's a lot that goes in, in on with that. Yeah, organization is is key. It's don't key. don't use the Josh method and just throw everything <laughs> in a shoebox or plastic bag. <laughs> um, Lindsay is very organized. I can vouch for that because I see her desk compared to mine. <laughs> um, and you will be in good hands uh, thanks to her organizational abilities. One of the other things I wanted to touch on would be like, obviously one big mistake would be, you know, trying to think that you can do everything yourself you know, due to the complexity of your tax situation. Um, what are some other mistakes that people might make um, when doing taxes? For the simple returns, um, you know, it's, it's great to be able to do that. But also, you know, you have to remember that there may be some issues that come up throughout the year that kind of stump you, that mm -hmm. you don't expect. Um, that's like life I, changes. Exactly or a notice from the IRS mm -hmm. or the state or, you know, wherever. And having somebody that you can count on throughout the year to come and ask questions um, is really important. And another, another area that we've talked about before, um, and I know it was in an article that I wrote when you opened, uh, would be Misperceptions about the independent tax office accountant versus like the larger chains and um, specifically with, with costs, there's not necessarily a correlation there, right? Right. Yeah. So the chain 
techs prepare businesses. Um, there is a misconception that coming to somebody like myself, an individual, um, a licensed practitioner, can be costly. It's actually the opposite. Not to mention that I provide guidance and support year-round. There have been people that have come into my office and have said, I can't get a hold of my tax preparer that I used up the street, um, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it's August. And that's a real thing because they're not there. It's not their, it's not their life. It's their seasonal temporary job and you can't count on them if you have mm -hmm. a question in the off season. I think sometimes people are overcharged and you know, it doesn't come with any kind of additional support that you would expect mm -hmm. after paying prices like you do, like some people do. No, I mean, taxes are a year-round thing. Like, absolutely. I used to think it's just January mm -hmm. to April. Well, that was before I owned a business. Mm -hmm. And I think when you own a business, you know it's definitely not um, yeah. for, for a lot of people. So... Yeah, yeah, forming a relationship. I mean, that's that's number one for me is having a relationship with somebody and not just an in and an out. Mm -hmm. You know, one transaction a year. It's it's you know connecting with people. It's in most cases that I've had becoming friends with the people. Right. And you know, touching base here and there. And and you are very accessible. You have, I mean, obviously, in addition to being in your office and phone, email, you have a, a really good website, you have social media mm -hmm. that people can use to contact you, you have a Facebook page, right? Yeah, absolutely. If you just Google uh, Lindsay Albert, you'll find all of that, all of those links, and, um, and of course, um, you know, you know where she is, she's right here in the middle of town, um, we're right by uh, Jaeger's Pharmacy. Mm -hmm. uh, by the light at Water Street in Maine and Hellertown. Anything else you wanted to add? Make your appointment. Make your appointment, that's right. <laughs> don't um, procrastinate. Don't procrastinate because if you get started now, the likelihood of you forgetting a document, you know, is hopefully slimmer. You know, if you start compiling your paperwork now instead of last minute, um, right. you know, don't rush it. And know that there are people out there to help you, such as myself. You know, you don't have to do it on your own. It's it can be complex, it can be confusing, um, but there are many people out there who know what they're doing, who are there to help, um, and you can certainly access our online booking calendar, and right. we are having many appointments available, mm -hmm. especially now, so. Yeah, no matter who you go to, I mean, they're gonna be able to help you better if you go early if you wait until april 12th <laughs> and then show up help you, you know, know what the, you'll be walking into <laughs> right first of all they're not going to be as happy to see you at that point right. um <laughs> although Lindsay will be very professional know, but yes. um but the the timing um might not be the be the best so i know it's a tough subject for a lot of people you don't want to deal with it um but you'll feel a lot better when you do. Yeah. So, um, and Lindsay also offers some other services like bookkeeping, right? I do, um, bookkeeping for small business, um, set up for new businesses, whether it be QuickBooks or any other accounting software. Uh, we do payroll, and what we're implementing this summer is actually financial coaching. 
service. Oh, okay. uh, people who have some debt that they want to get rid of and some financial goals that they eventually want to meet. We kind of compose a plan, financial plan, to pay off debt, to get on a budget, um, and to meet their ultimate goals. I'm sure there are plenty of people that could use that service. It's a great service. Great. Well, we'll we'll probably have more information about that in the future. Um, thank you, Lindsay, for joining us. Thank you for having me. We'll see you soon All right. down the hall. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> thank you. No Rain Date is an original production of Sock and Source, LLC. Our theme music is provided by This Way to the Egress. For more great music by them, be sure to follow This Way to the Egress on Spotify. Thank you for listening. Every night, he climbs the tower, sees your face on every dollar.